What's up, what's up, what's up, my friends? Welcome. Get ready. Grab a snack and a bevy. It's time for you and I to have a chit-chat. Straight up facts. Tell it like it is. Laugh till you pee your pants. Cry, because you probably needed to. And I can't promise, and I'm not going to throw any F-bombs, but I can promise you'll feel a lot better after listening. It's time to get personal. One-on-one, down and dirty, and have a coffee talk. Buckle up. Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. It's another Saturday. Coffee talk. Oh my gosh, I got a drink. I'm drinking coffee today, peeps. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So today, you know, I always take today to just kind of like talk about everything and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I saw this really cool um, quote. Um, you know, I get, I have quotes everywhere and I love that people send them to me too. I'm like, thank you. I love seeing that stuff. Um, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Maya Angelou. Um, Angelo, Angelou, I don't know. Um, and I don't care, actually. Um, so here's the deal. I had to give myself an attitude adjustment because this whole knee ankle thing was driving me like cray cray. And I was like, pull yourself together, Denise. You're not going to let a simple surgery like take you out. Like get a grip on yourself right now. And so I did. I did a little attitude adjustment. Um, I straighten things out and I, I'll mind you that I am being extremely upfront with my providers that I am unhappy with their um, quality uh, of care and that I'm really trying to clap back a little in a polite way um, to kind of speak up for uh, people with autoimmune right now. I'm actually just kind of saddened because I don't go to the doctor, people. I'm going to be really honest with you. I go for an annual review because I have to. Um, and I have nothing to do with the doctor because of this, actually. So, uh, because it's a pain in the ass. So, um, I literally was really upfront with my surgeon. And I was just like, listen, like we need to, my, my quality of care is falling behind because people are dropping the ball. And it's one of two things. Either your front office are a bunch of suckheads, um, or you are. Like I totally told him that to his face. And um, you can even ask Peter because he was in the appointment with me. Um, but I'm like, so here's the situation. Like I left 20 messages and nobody could just tell me or tell come to you to tell you stuff. And it's putting me behind. And the red flag started with the supplements and then the medication fiascos. And then, you know, now it's PT and now I'm at PT and oh my God. So can I tell you guys this? So first off, I've just li- literally redone my whole, like I literally, my whole care plan now has been written by me because uh, they wanted me to go to physical therapy three times a week and a lupus flare. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, if you have lupus or any kind of autoimmune disease, eh, you're laughing now too. I'm sorry if you peed your pants. Um, 
So I did, I went on a Friday. So I went in for an eval on a Thursday, went in on Friday. Mind you, I'm also three weeks behind when I was supposed to start PT because of the office mix up. Then, uh, which he apologized for, I will tell you. Um, so apparently it is not my surgeon. Uh, I do have his uh, a direct number to get a hold of him now. So I have been appeased. And um, the so we've identified the front office staff are the a-holes. So that said, um, you know, I'm not going to be mean to them, but they, I'm going to be firm. But I shouldn't have to be. Like, I shouldn't have to beg someone who I'm paying to um, send me to my PT place or tell me who it is or give me my order. Or, I mean, that's like standard procedure, right? Especially if you're a surgical office. If somebody's getting surgery on their foot, you're going to need PT. This is standard stuff. I didn't ask them to, like, you know, um, create a, you know, corn maze. I mean, random example, but you know what I'm saying? I didn't ask them to do something they would never know how to do if they weren't a farmer. Um, so I went for a full eval on a Thursday. Friday went back for uh, one hour of physical therapy, which, you know, I used to be in decent shape and could do stuff. Let me tell you, um, there were lots of young people there. I made face. I'm like, I'm not going to be like the old fat lady that can't do anything. So I did it all. And um, Saturday was bedridden. <laughs> Wah. Um, which stinks uh, because it was the holiday weekend um, for ha Halloween. So I couldn't do anything that we had planned with Pete. So... Mr. Sith stepped up and did it all with him and sent me pictures. Like, that sucks. Um, then, uh, after that, I was supposed to go on, what was it? I think, so I went a Friday, and then I went back and did, I'm trying to look at my schedule here. Oh, and then I went back and did a Tuesday, right? Um, and then I did Tuesday... And all Wednesday couldn't walk. So I'm bedridden again. And that's our homeschool co-op. Mr. Sith stepped up again. And then I had PT on Thursday and Friday. But I had stuff to do this weekend. And here's me. I got to make an executive decision. They're not doing anything there that I can't do at home. Okay? Uh, I can have Mr. Sith rub me. I can hire somebody to rub me. And I will do all this stuff at home in increments that I'm not rushed all in one hour so that my body is traumatized in a lupus flare. Um, still in the lupus flare, people. Uh, this is the longest one I've ever had in my life. It, it sucks, but I'm trying to go at it in that we're going to manage. My body just not ready right now. So I'm just like, eh, I'm not going to beat it up. It'll, it'll be ready when it's ready. So literally canceled Thursday and Friday's PT. And so my next PT is supposed to be a Monday and a Tuesday. I canceled all my Friday PTs. They had it three times a week, right? So I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. So I just canceled my remaining Friday PTs because I, I need a weekend. Like, I got to be able to do stuff. Like, I don't think, I can't even do basic cares. I mean, and for those who are unaware of like autoimmune disease and what it does, so I have several autoimmune diseases. And so 
Um, I'll explain it, the spoon theory. So if you're not sure about the spoon theory, um, it's something you can look up online and Google it, but I'll give you the gist of it. So the spoon theory kind of gives you an idea on what people with autoimmune deal with every day. So everybody wakes up every morning and they have 12 spoons, okay? And those 12 spoons are your energy bursts to get you throughout the day, okay? And at the end of the day, most people have one or two spoons left, right? And then you're good to go. So when you have autoimmune, um, and for me right now, I'll just tell you where I'm at right now. I wake up, um, last of all, I didn't wake up at all this morning. I didn't sleep. Ha <laughs> ha, wide awake. And then for whatever reason, because um, it's colder than hell outside, that I think because the wind's coming in. So welcome to the Midwest. Like all the trees are bare and like uh, we're just waiting for the big snow dump. Um, it's coming. Uh, it literally, there is like some mosquito in my house that's trying to live its last days and had a fiesta last night on me. I literally could not find this thing. But every time I laid and was like doing my Italian or what I, I never just sit on my phone and do nonsense. I'm always learning something. Sorry, not sorry. I just, I can't waste my time on the phone anymore. Um, so I'm doing my Italian and I'm literally feeling myself getting beat, like bit, and I'm beating myself. Like all of a sudden you'll hear like, you know, smack, smack. And I'm like trying to get this thing. I can't get it. I don't know what it is, but I literally got bit like eight times last night. It was horrible. I'm like, this is nonsense. What is wrong? Um, so now... I'm in a lupus flare, and for your information, if you get bit by a mosquito and you have lupus or an autoimmune, sometimes you can have an adverse reaction, which I do. So it causes like a two um, inch welt, just saying. So um, so I woke up, I'll use that phrase lightly, um, with three spoons. And so I had to decide, I, need to, I needed to wash my hair, but um, I needed to save my spoons. So um, I didn't have the energy. And this is something that auto people with autoimmune go through all the time. You have to make decisions like that. If you work and you have autoimmune and you only have three spoons when you wake up in the morning, let me tell you, you're rolling into work. You're barely making it through the day. Like sometimes it hurts to take a shower because of the pain of the water hitting you. And this is what people go through. And Sometimes we could put makeup on and do our hair and we look fabulous. Um, and people are like, well, you look fine. And you're literally broken inside. Like you're in so much pain. You want to just scream. And people are like, oh, you have lupus? You look great. Really? Because I feel like shit. So that's something I'm trying to change. And that when people tell others that they have autoimmune and they haven't been feeling well, to please stop telling them they look good. I know that it's an, it, it, it's done from a kind place because you have nothing else to say because you can't relate, but it is literally the worst thing you can tell somebody with autoimmune that's in a, that's in a total flare and pain episode. You look great though. Okay, but I'd rather look like shit and feel fantabulous. There's that. So yeah just a little word of advice. So I had three spoons this morning and I chose to um, record an episode 
and I'm going to, um, what else am I going to do? I got two spoons left. Um, <laughs> I got to pick. I think I'm going to crochet, which takes a spoon because I'm using my hands. And right now my upper body is also in my flare. Usually I only flare and have paint episodes from the waist down, but it's been horrible. So, um, and then I don't know, we'll see what we're going to do tonight. If I make dinner, I'm short a spoon because it takes like two spoons to make dinner. Um, so if, you know, maybe I'll, you know, use that spoon and do something with Pete, you know, like that kind of thing. But, um, so the spoon theory, that's what it is. Not everybody has those spoons and you have to pick and choose what it is. People who go to work, uh, I don't know how you can do it. It's hard. I, I've been there and I've done that, but I am so grateful and thankful that I don't work in the corporate environment and I work from home now. Um, so getting all that done, uh, what else is going on? Let's see. I don't even know if I was supposed to continue that story or something, but uh, yeah, I don't remember. Um, but here we go. So yeah, so all of this stuff with physical therapy, right? Um, I, I, I just, I canceled them all and I'm like, God, I'm like moving around and it probably sounds like I'm like beating the hell out of this microphone. Um, I am going to just kind of see if I can do a Monday and a Tuesday, but in all honesty, I don't think I'm going to be able to do a Tuesday if I'm doing the Monday, Wednesdays I'm out, Thursdays I'm out and Fridays I need my weekend. So it is what it is. Um, I know next weekend uh exciting so the um, next weekend we're going to Syracuse just a quick little weekend trip and I'll post pictures but we're going to meet Buster Buster if you have not been listening is the new puppy that we're getting I'm super excited I haven't really said it said it I've you know I've alluded to it and but um, we have officially, um, have a new puppy coming to the house. I'm crazy. I know, but, uh, I got this knowing that I got to pick the breed. I'm picking all the stuff. I know I'm taking care of it. And then the boys are picking up poop because it is what it is, right? I'm, I know I'm going to be able to do that. I'm doing this, but I want a puppy. I really do. Um, I do think that a lot of people were worried about how Shika would respond our little Shiba Inu. She's 14 and uh, they don't really like other dogs, Shiba Inus, like at all, but we're going to present him. I have a whole system set up and I think knowing that he's a puppy um, and his breed. So here's like the big thing. So we are going to bring this puppy home at, uh, I, it's going to be eight or nine weeks. I think it's probably going to be nine weeks for us because we're going to fly out. Uh, so this bre uh, breeder is in upstate New York and I don't want to have to hear again about how we're not adopting a dog. Because all dogs come from somewhere. And so I'm just taking out the middleman. Okay? I'm going direct to the source. Um, but I've already adopted every single dog that I've ever had. Uh, personally, including Chica. All right? She was a rescue and from a family member. But this dog, it's my dog. And so I don't really care what you say because it's my choice. Um, but she is in upstate New York. She's an amazing breeder. And... So she has 14 to 16 pounds, depending on the day. She has her moments, you know. Um, they're, they're fairly smaller than what people think they are. The males are usually wider chested, so they're heavier. Um, they're like the only breed that you can tell the difference between the male and the female just by physically looking at them and not seeing their, you know, personal bits. 
Um, so yeah, a Shiba Inu dog is a uh, female is very narrow chested, uh, and a male is wide chested. So you could tell, um, that said, um, she does get along with like my mom's dog and dogs she was raised with. Uh, however, um, I'm thinking if a new dog is coming in and she sees it's them, the breed we're getting, brace yourself, is a Newfoundland. So we're getting a Newfie. He's adorable. He's a Lancer, which means black and white. Um, I, you know, Peter wanted the black and white one. He's all about this. Uh, we did, um, I wanted a black one. Carl wanted uh, Mr. Sith. He wanted a brown one, and I, uh, Peter wanted the black and white ones because they look like baby cows. They totally look like baby cows, um, but obviously this breed is a giant breed, um, and my dog is a small breed, <laughs> which is fine. Um, so I don't think there's going to be, I have faith in her. I think she's going to be just fine, um, and I like that she's an alpha. Uh, Newfies are, are not, uh, you know, they're very gentle. They're gentle giants, so I don't, you know, he's not going to be coming in here and like alpha and all over her so i think it's going to work out in that way is that it's a good breed to know that she's the boss and and that's going to work out that way i'm super excited i just found a kennel that fits this dog most of these kennels are like 120 pounds max and i'm like uh yeah i can't have that kind of kennel like how many kennels am i gonna buy i just want one kennel and then you know as he gets bigger he'll fit in it but until then like he's got his little house area um, I like kennels to be like apart. Like she has a kennel and it's like her little refuge when she's in there, leave her alone. That's her space. So I want Buster, which is what we named him, um, to be, to have that same reaction to it. But he is actually going to be coming home at about 30, 35 pounds. I'm guessing is a, that's like an estimate as a good guesstimate, I should say, um, so basically twice the weight of Sheikah. So <laughs> they're, they're like little, they're little tubs. They are like little cows. Um, he's so adorable. I can't wait to share pictures with you guys, but we have to wait for the weekend that we're in Syracuse because I just want to make sure for me, um, there are, I believe two Landseer males that are available. And um, we have chosen one just based by his actions and how he looks and, you know, in the videos and what, um, and what Peter picked, but if we get there and the other dog is the one that likes us, then that's what we're getting. So I really feel like, you know, like Harry, Harry Potter, the wand chooses the wizard, Mr. Potter. Um, I believe that the dog chooses the people. So, um, there's that. Yep. I used a Harry Potter reference for choosing a wand, like a dog. Um, if you, if you know, you know, right. If you know, you know, um, so we're excited. So we're going to go to Syracuse um, for the weekend and just chill out. And uh, the hotel's got a pool so Pete and everybody, we can all swim. I said Pete and everybody, me. So that me and Pete, we could swim. And we got like, you know, I like getting the, you know, the little apartments, the suites, whatnot. So I got a balcony. I mean, it's like Utica, New York. There's like nothing much going on there. Sorry if you're from Utica, but you know, there's nothing much going on there. Um... We're going to fly in and out just because it's easier, rent a car. It's just so much easier. And then when we pick them up before Christmas, we're going to fly out and we're going to drive back. Just because I think it'll be easier. But this is going to be a major test on my legs. Because 
I'm not using any devices right now. So, and this is, so just so you know, in, in all of this whole ankle foot surgery thing, and then the knee blopping out on me, like, right. I have a walker, a pair of crutches, a knee scooter, um, a boot and a brace. Yeah. Like if anybody needs anything, just give me a call. I have a pink scooter with a basket. I don't know if I want to give that up. I kind of like it. Um, but I think it'll be fine that weekend. Um, I don't know. It's probably going to be cold, but this will be the first time I'm on a plane. Uh, well, Peter's been on a plane two, three times. I think this is his third time. He's a good flyer. So he's a good traveler in general. So he's looking forward to going. And um, But we're flying on a smaller flight obviously because it's going into Syracuse but we are flying out from O'Hare um so I'm like oh man like my knee like I always get the aisle so I'm like oh god my knee so I've got a I've got a compression brace for it I've got um tons of like I'll have all my like I'll have all my apothecary stuff let's just put it that way I'm not talking about weed but I'm just saying, I have a lot of CBD stuff. Just anything that's going to help out in that meantime uh, to get me through the flight stuff so I'm not miserable all weekend. Because if I had had physical therapy the Friday before we left, yeah. Or no, the Friday that I left. So we basically would have had physical therapy. I'm looking at my schedule now. I would have had physical therapy at like 1.30 and then got on a plane five hours later. Yeah, nope. And walk through O'Hare Airport? Oh my gosh. So if anybody's ever been to o Chicago O'Hare, it's like, I don't even know. I am always at the farthest terminal from where I checked in. It, I, it's, I don't know. I know there's worse airports, but I'm not a fan of it at all. So there's that. Um, what else is going on? Mr. Sith wants a truck. So he's currently driving a car. He's always had a car. It's the same kind of car. They all look the same. Um, all of a sudden now he wants a truck. And I'm like, what are you going to do with a truck? Like if you've seen him, I don't know. If he's unshaven, he looks like a truck guy. If he's shaven, he looks like a Tesla guy. So it's kind of weird. But no, he's not getting a Tesla truck. I've already said like no to that. That makes no sense to me. Um, but he wants a truck and I'm like, why does he want a truck so bad? I mean, I don't care what he gets when he replaces his car. He's going to need a new car eventually here. So, cause he puts, you know, he drives back and forth during the day at, you know, highway miles. So that's good. But in the, in the rest of the time he's working remotely. So, but I'm like, why does he want a truck? So I just kind of just blew it off that he just wanted a truck. And then the other day we were watching a commercial or something and he goes, I wonder how much that weighs because then I could tow it on the truck. And here's me. Wait a minute. It's a boat. And he goes, yeah, I want a boat. That's why I'm getting the truck so I, we can get a boat. Here's me. Okay. What? I thought we were going to join the local boat club. There's a local boat club here. So we were going to join the local boat club so we wouldn't have the expense of having a boat. And he goes, yeah, but... And the total, like if you knew Mr. Sith, you would know how this is completely justified in his head. But he was like, well, if we're getting Buster, he's a Newfie and they're water dogs. 
and we can't bring a dog on a rented boat. So if we had our own boat, we could just bring him all the time. <laughs> Here's me. Wow. And in his mind, he like you could look at his face. He was completely justified. He was like, oh, yeah, that's why I'm getting a truck and a boat. I'm like, wow, really? Like, mm-mm-mm-mm. That's interesting because this is the first I'm hearing of it at all. And this is usually me. So like for me, my stuff just got shipped. So I'm super excited. So, um, so Mr. Sith got me an early birthday present. Obviously my, my birthday was in October, but I didn't really have a time to talk about any of this because of, you know, surgery. I, I mean, can you believe I got my surgery September 14th and I'm supposed to be like walking normal right now. And literally, I'm like a geriatric. I mean that in like good terms. Um, so he bought me a cricket maker. I know that I'm going to tear this thing up when I figure out how to make it, but I just don't have time for it right now. But I will tell you that um, he was like, I got that early. So you could go ahead and like get whatever you want, like blah, blah, blah. So I um, naturally bought Louis Vuitton. So I have uh, my packages are being shipped. Um, they should be here. Oh, they should be here like Monday. I'm super excited, but I got, so I'm hoping to have that before the Syracuse trip so I can use one of the bags for my travel. <laughs> I know, and this will be the first time I don't check a bag in like ages. Cause I'm like, we're just flying to Syracuse. I'm like, I, I don't like to carry bags on. I just bring like my purse, right? So, and it's always a big purse, but I'm just saying, um, I am a bag checker. Like, I don't care if it costs me $60. I'm not dragging that thing, but hear me out. I have autoimmune disease. So I don't know if any, at any given time, I'm going to be able to reach up to the compartment with my luggage. Right. And it, cause I have carry on luggage, but I check it. I it just, I don't know if I could ever, if there's ever going to be a time where I just simply can't get it down. And I don't like to ask people because I mean, let's be honest, especially in today's day and age. I mean, there are like a thousand reels out there of people just completely unhinged on airplanes over the most ridiculous things and people just record it. And it was like, stop recording them and giving them their five minutes of fame. Just let them be like a complete imbecile on their own term and let the airline take care of it or the air marshal in some cases. But yeah, I'm not a fan of misbehaving on airplanes. So I'm a good flyer. My son's a good flyer. Um, you know what's funny is, no, no, we flew to, I take that back. We flew to uh, Florida together. This will be the second time ever in 12 years, oh, 13, uh, that I'm flying with Mr. Sith. Well, look at that. Because I always flew for business and stuff. So I was just like, adios, I'm out of here. So um, so that, so we'll, I'll post tons of pictures of Buster. Um, uh, again, I was talking about his kennel. I have a huge kennel coming. Um, it was, it's a really nice one, good quality. It holds, I think it was 320 pounds and it's collapsible. Thank you. Uh, because I don't want just a huge kennel when I've got stuff going on. You know what I mean? You got to be able to like collapse, slide it under the bed, you know, that kind of thing. He'll be in our bedroom. 
Um, I may change that to down here. I just, our first floor, it's like, I don't know, especially since I haven't been able, um, and it's like not how I want it. And remember the cleaning stuff? Remember the cleaning? Okay, so I officially let go my cleaning service. Um, the 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 la the the straw that broke the camel's back was uh they're supposed to be here it's one girl okay now mind you she has a whole bunch of girls but it's hard to find people right now okay i get that and i'm paying for a service and i actually had somebody once tell me that um i don't even remember who it was shoot well whatever um irrelevant um but i've been told by numerous people that I need to stop expecting them to clean like me and be happy with 80%. Now, there are two ways to look at that. I understand that, but I'm paying for a service and I expect you to do your service. I am not going to be happy with 40% because that's bullshit, okay? If I'm fucking paying somebody to clean my house, I'm not accepting fucking 40%. I'm not accepting, and I'll be honest with you, I'm not accepting 80% either. Like, they can kiss my ass. I'm paying for the service. Okay? If I had a friend come over here and say they were going to help me, Denise, you're not feeling well, can I come and just help you clean up? And, you know, oh my God, that would be amazing. Thank you. I'm not going to be like, damn, she forgot to fucking clean the registers. What an asshole. No! I'm going to be like, oh my God, that's when the 80% rule applies. But when you're paying for a service and you're not getting at least 95% of what you're paying for, that's what's wrong with the world today. Because we, uh, we have conditioned ourselves to let that slide. And no, I did not need the added stress during this particular last couple months. But I did everything possible to make that happen. And now let me explain to you why I feel like I did everything possible because here's the thing in the past, I would have been like calling the owner after the first time and been like, well, you didn't clean half of what you fucking said. So give me my fucking money back and go fuck yourself. Now I wish I was joking, but no, that's how type a Denise would have handled this. Now new Denise type B called the owner and we worked it out. And we were like, oh, you know, they didn't quite do that. Maybe she got the wrong message, I said. Maybe she misunderstood why she was here. She didn't know it was this kind of cleaning. She thought it was that kind of cleaning. And then we did that, you know, since June. I went through four different girls. And this is apparently a huge issue in the cleaning industry. Well, I think it's in every industry. But um, from my post on social media, it ha it's been an issue for a lot of people. So the fourth girl... You know, she cleaned really good the first time. Oh, and then she locked herself out of her car upon leaving my house. And then, I mean, I don't want to be a jerk, but I also have things planned. Plus, homeschool starts late on those days because they don't have afternoons available for cleaning. So she's here at 8 o'clock in the morning till noon. Well, that's my whole homeschool day. So, yes, I have to start doing homeschool during the day. And... She, um, so she locked herself out, came in and started griping about how she wasn't going to be able to go get something to eat. Well, how would that make you feel? So I'm like, well, maybe she's hungry and skipped breakfast because she had to come here. 
So I'm like, well, I can offer you like protein bars. I'm real sorry that I have a clean fucking pantry, okay? But if you were here looking for like nachos and like fucking Oreos, I don't have them, okay? But like she almost kind of was like, you just have protein bars? Yeah, bitch, I just got protein bars. Sorry, not sorry. Then I gave her water. Then I called the non-emergency in my area police department to come open her car for her. And I didn't even get a thank you, mind you. She just left. Okay, maybe she had to get to her next house. I gave her that, right? Okay, whatever. Then next time she comes, she wants, she walks in the door, immediately wants Tylenol. Okay, well, number one, I'm not okay with randomly just giving out drugs to people. I understand they're over the counters, but my issue also is, is if you're not feeling well, I don't want you in my house. I have autoimmune disease and a child. So yeah, I know it could be allergies. Yeah, I know it could be all of this, but you know what? In today's day and age, we just spent two years fucking locked up in our houses and a majority of the time, okay, we've been told how hazardous this is. Don't walk into people's houses and ask them for fucking Tylenol before you say good morning. So I let it go and I gave her Tylenol. And again, she was missing stuff. She didn't vacuum. I don't know if you need a new vacuum, change your damn filter, empty your filter, whatever the thing is. She's not dusting because my lamps were filthy. You know, I have like a little ledge on them, like the lamp itself. And you could see when they're dusty on the level parts. Totally dusty. I could run my finger through it. Pictures not being done again. She's not wiping down my sinks uh, because there's toothpaste all over Peter's because, you know, he's, you know, seven. So they all they do is like brush their teeth, spit in the sink with toothpaste, rinse it, but don't rinse the sink, which drives me nuts. But that's how I know she hadn't cleaned the sink. Well, will you clean in my bathroom floor? And why are you here for four hours if this shit's not done? Because if I could walk... I could clean my whole house in two hours and it'll look spotless. Then last time she came before the, you know, when the firing ensued, she came again, supposed to be here from eight to 12. I usually get a notification that she's on her way. I didn't get that. She didn't show up until like 833. So she's literally a half an hour late. Walks in, doesn't apologize. Okay, because mind you, I get up early, all right? we I work from home. We're, we have no schedule here outside of homeschool. If we don't have to be up at 8 o'clock and dressed, we don't want to be up at 8 o'clock and dressed, okay? But I've got Peter, like, getting ready. He's ready. Beds are set. We're downstairs, right? 30 minutes later, we're still waiting for her to come. So she shows up. Um, immediately, she wants water. I give her water. Um, she spent, here's me, like, can you bring your own bottle? I just, it's not that I'm opposed to giving somebody water, but you're here to provide a service, not for me to be like providing a beverage and food service and an over-the-counter drug service. Then I couldn't hear her for a while at all. So I just came downstairs, which mind you, uh, she cleans upstairs first. And then when she had come downstairs, she like, I'm reading to, to Peter and she randomly makes this uh, announcement, which I thought was odd. That was like, I'm going to clean down here now so you can go upstairs. Okay. Well, number one, 
we don't always go upstairs when she cleans. We may move from my office to the den and from the den to my office when she's cleaning those particular rooms. But um, I just had a surgery and I've got knee issues now. And the stairs are, are rough for me, okay? But to come into my den and announce where I need to be next so that she could clean, yeah, I'm kind of like, I, that, I took that the wrong way. I'm going to be super honest with you. I took it the wrong way. And I said, well, we'll be up there when we're finished reading. You can start in the bathroom, the kitchen, uh, you know, the rest of the house. Okay, like whatever. So then again, uh, I we we did go upstairs. So we were upstairs and I don't hear her. So I come downstairs and the bathroom door is shut. And so I just went back upstairs. And 27 minutes later, yes, I timed it, okay? She's in the bathroom. Now, yes, I know she could be ill. But again, if you're ill, you go home. You don't stay, okay? And then she asked me for Tylenol again. She came upstairs to ask me for Tylenol. So, of course, I had to walk downstairs again. Give her the Tylenol because I don't want to be an asshole. Oh, and mind you, I had to give her a water bottle because she drank the other one. And I'm thinking, what is she hung over? She's really young. And, and then like she calls upstairs like 20 minutes later and says, okay, I'm leaving now. I took my envelope because I always leave an envelope on the fridge and she left it here once. So I was like, um, don't forget your envelope in the past, but announced that she took her envelope. So she came a half an hour late and she left a, almost 40 minutes early, spent 30 minutes in the bathroom and here's me, but I'm paying for four hours. So I was like, that's it. Um, a friend of mine uh, reached out to me uh, during the last social media post about the cleaners and how just like it's ridiculous and I really need it right now. So that it's, 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 you know, it's heartbreaking that I have to go, through, you know, that we have to deal with this right now. Like, how hard is it? The owner can only do so much, right? She's not responsible for not having people who don't want to do the job. And I understand that, but I also need the job done. So there's that, right? So I called my friend and she sent me the number of uh, a friend of hers. Um, and so, you know, long story short, I wound up calling her. She's a single mom. She came over with her business partner. Um, they quoted us. They can do the day I want, the time I want. They'll be here only three hours instead of four because two of them are in the house. And here's the funny part. So they came. They quoted 10 bucks more, uh, and I did not give them a price. So they quoted 10 bucks more than the current cleaning service, but I get two people, right? And... They walk through the house, and mind you, this was after the cleaning lady left, like an hour and a half after the actual original service had left the house. And they're walking through the house, and he's going, and she's going, well, you know, the windows, like those, the sills need to be cleaned, and like the the wells are a little dirty. Um, he's feeling the ceiling fans, and he's like, yeah, these should be done, Um but they probably haven't been here, you know, in a while. And I'm just like looking at him and he's like the bottom of your fridge, like that needs to be done. That should be done when the floors are done. Your floors. Yeah. They need some work. I can understand, you know, 
when you're not doing them as often and it's been a while, it gets that way. But every two weeks, your floor should look great when we're finished. Your baseboards, your registers, they're all filled with stuff. And I'm like looking and I'm like, oh my God, he's right. The registers are filled with dust. The, you know, the floors look horrible. The ceiling fans, I didn't even think she wasn't even doing those. Um, and I'm like, and this is all your practice, your standard cleaning. And then he goes, yeah. And he goes, and so all this hard water. Now, mind you, I get people who tell me all the time that they only clean naturally. I understand that. But I can clean naturally as well and get all of the hard water stain off around my faucets. It's a problem in this issue, in this area in general. But I'm really having a hard time getting that service to get those stains off. It's like they don't wipe them at all or even try. And he was like, oh, well, we have a thing that we just spray on it. And then before we leave, we wipe it off and they'll come clean. Don't worry about it. And I looked at him and I'm like, I'm actually, uh, you're hired first off. And he was like, okay, so when do you want us to start? I'm like, well, two weeks from today because she cleaned this morning. And they both looked at me like, wait, what? I'm like, the cleaning lady was here this morning. And he, they looked mortified. Like they are, it wasn't even their, their job or their like employee. And they were like, what? And he was like, oh yeah, I could see where you're a little upset. And I'm like, okay, thank you for justifying everything I've been saying for the past two months. So needless to say, um, the other cleaning services, bye-bye. And I did call her personally because I do like the owner. And I said, hey, listen, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to let you go. You know, she came 30 minutes late. She left almost 40 minutes early. I understand that people are sick, but she spent like 30 minutes in the bathroom. She asked me, I you know, two bottles of water, uh, Tylenol. I mean, it's like having a kid in the house, like a teenager. And I said, you know, and I just am not feeling it anymore. And I know this doesn't reflect, you know, no, it doesn't reflect on you personally. I like you. And she was like, I really appreciate you calling and I'm so sorry. And um, thank you for the phone call. And, you know, again, the old, if you ever need service in the future. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. So new cleaning service. So fingers crossed, I'll have two people here. They're the actual people, they're the owners. So it's just like them. And they're supposed to come and clean it up. So I'm hoping this is the resolution. And I'm glad that I'm helping out, you know, family, you know, individual people who are taking care of their families and cutting out like the corporate world again. I like that. So that's what I'm doing. So that's the cleaning thing. Looking at the time here. Well, you know what? I've been rambling for 42 minutes. So. Um, I can't think of anything else right now except that I'm, again, just, I love all of the calls and the texts and the direct messages that I get from everybody after they listen to the podcast episodes and just what it's done for you or how it's touched you in your life or little words of wisdom back at me or and, and the thank yous because for me, it's thank you. Thank you all, the listeners and the people because without you, I'm not here. So again, subscribe. If you know somebody who you feel might be entertained by me as well, also please share the Finding Calm uh, in the uh, Chaos podcast links um, to your stories or to your social media. And uh, I appreciate you. Love you all. Have a great weekend.
And as always, lead with kindness. my friends. I am very appreciative for you taking time in your day to listen to this special edition of Coffee Talk. Don't miss out on the next episodes of Finding Calm in the Chaos. Hit the subscribe button. That ensures you don't miss an episode and let you know when we're having the next Coffee Talk. Until next time, lead with kindness.